a girlfriend of mine told me something and she said, Joy, do you know why death is so difficult? She said, because the Lord never intended for us to say goodbye. This is my mother's rocking chair. Welcome, friend, and happy Friday. This is how I've chosen to begin the lesson because I can't reach out and touch my mother anymore. But her lessons and her memories and her love can reach out and touch and engulf me now. And I'm so grateful that you've come to sit with me to learn lessons from my mother. Welcome to Life and Faith Chats. I am your host. My name is Joy. Let's get started. I should have told you that last, that this past weekend was the celebration of life service for my mother. Actually, it was a weekend gathering of close family. So even though I had in my mind that I would be filming, it didn't work out. Thank you for joining me and coming back. If you're new, welcome. We are a group of friends and distant DNA relatives. This is Life and Faith Chats, where we base our Life and Faith Chats on the Bible, the number one best-selling book in the world. I am honored and grateful that you choose to stop by, to watch on the YouTube channel, or to listen on all major podcast platforms. So how are you doing? How's your family? How was your week? You can go ahead and put it in the chat if you would like. I need to tell you and I need to be honest with you. I am struggling and I'm also tired. I've been traveling a lot. I was on the road and um, this past evening, I really didn't get a lot of sleep. Um, I was reflecting and meditating. Now, I know you didn't come to hear all of that, but I need you to stick with me because I do want to wrap up just what I started, where it was lessons learned from my mother. Go ahead, grab your favorite drink, get comfortable, and let's talk. And it might be questions and um back and forth, things for you to think about. So you might even want to get a notebook in your Bible so you can write a couple of notes. And please, I would be so, so encouraged if you were to write some comments in the comments on the video. Share some of your thoughts, okay? Remember to thumbs it up, tell a friend, and thank you for subscribing. Many, many years ago, my mother had this youth crusade, and I got to hear from young people then about the crusade and um, people who had given their lives to Christ or whose lives had been changed because of these crusades that she had. And one of the nights she preached about what in the hell do you want in hell? I heard a young man who's now an older man tell me, he said, 
after that, I had to give my life to Christ because I wanted nothing in hell. And he said, I made that commitment. He shared that with me. And then she preached this sermon and I heard about it. I didn't hear her, but I got to read her notes and snippets. And I was like, where, how did you know that? And she said, it's in your Bible. And so I am reading in the Bible and it's Ecclesiastes. And I just think that is an amazing passage of scripture. So what I am sharing is not the exact sermon from my mother, but it's the inspiration of this passage that she preached. And I would like to share that with you. Hope you have your favorite drink. I hope you got your notes. And I hope you came back to follow with me, okay? So we are reading from Ecclesiastes 12. I am actually reading out of my Bible. And I'm purposely reading from the NIV because the other translations go ahead and translate. And it's interesting because it's a group of verses. One of the passages, there's kind of like an argument where they're deciding, and I'm going to ask you what you think. So here we go. This was what uh, the sermon my mother preached from these group of verses. Remember your creator in the days of your youth. So we have days of being youth. We all know that. Okay. Before the days of trouble come. Absorb. For a moment. There are days of youth. The Bible calls them days. So we all know when we reach a certain point that youth is fleeting. And then it says before the days of trouble come. So trouble comes. And the years approach when you say, I find no pleasure in them. That is amazing because to the best of us, there's a time when we slow it down. And Solomon, who had all these riches and wisdom, his constant repetition was vanity of vanity. All is vanity. Actually, when you read the book of Ecclesiastes, it's very sobering. And I remember all those years back when I looked, it really, because I was a young person then myself, I was in college, and I remember when I read those notes and I heard, I was like, wow. Of course, being a youth, I quickly forgot. But now, past that stage, I'm back to reflecting. And I know that a lot of it has to do with my mother's passing. And I wanted to share that there is a time for us to be sober. The Bible admonishes us to really start within our youth to remember the Creator. And the truth is because for some of us, if we don't do that, not only we don't know our exact end date, but there's a possibility that we might not know him as we're older because of disease, because of dementia, so it, it is so interesting that the Bible says, remember him. And for you to remember somebody, you have to first get to know them.
to remember him in your youth before the days of trouble come. So trouble comes to all of us. And the years approach when we say, I have no pleasure in them. And now this is where I want you to work with me. And I want you to leave comments. And I want you to hear this because I just find this amazing. The wisdom of God. Before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars grow dark. What do you think that means? Because this, these verses, they're full of symbolism, but they're so real. What does it mean before the sun? What is that representing? And the light and the moon and the stars grow dark. We just got into the whole firmament and we got into a day. And there, there are different things. At the time when my mother did it, I was like, wow, the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. We can get concordances, we can look and we can see. But think about that. What is the Bible talking about before they grow dark? And the clouds return after the rain. What are they talking? What is the Bible talking about? What is Solomon talking about? When the keepers of the house tremble and the strong man stoop, what part of our bodies are the keepers of the house? Don't cheat. Go ahead, write it down. What do you think? What are the keepers of our house? When the keepers of the house tremble and the strong man stoop, what's our strong man? When the grinders cease because they are few and those looking through the windows grow dim. When the doors to the street are closed and the sound of grinding fades, when people rise up at the sound of birds, but all their songs grow faint. When people are afraid of heights and of danger in the street, when the almond tree blossoms and the grasshopper drags itself along and the desire no longer is stirred, then people go to their eternal home and the mourners go about the street. It isn't that amazing? God bids us to remember him because the Bible tells us at the end for all of us, we have birth and then there's death. And I think what's so interesting is the Bible tells us to start preparing for that end date in our youth. And that preparation can be in so many things, but we prepared and trained and disciplined our bodies because we needed to carry us into those troubled days. What are we doing? Have we prepared our finances? Have we prepared relationships? Are we prepared for this end date and eternal home? Those are some sobering thoughts. And in the preparation, have we made plans for those left behind to deal with our demise? That, that's a whole other story. What are we doing? Um, have we made plans to prepare for before the trouble comes? So that when the trouble comes, we are 
more prepared than less prepared. And also, we don't leave that trouble on our family completely because there's preparation in so many ways that have to be done. Um, financial preparations, so many things to, to do. Let's go back to these symbolic things. What do you think it meant when it said that before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars grow dark? Because notice there's a darkening before it grows dark. You know, youth, you got all this sunlight, but then you gradually, the fleeting, the moving, the passing, the moving on. We all have a certain time when we're on the stage when we're approaching, and then we all have a gradual exit. This is sobering, but it's a lesson. We all have a time to shine, but there's a time when that sun starts coming down. We all have it. So it's still praying to know our purpose during the times, to know what part we are on the stage of life, to know when our moon is going down, when is that sun setting and those stars. Are we preparing? Are we getting to know our creator when we can know him? Because he says in his word to seek him when he can be found. Because sometimes it comes to the end when if we're not in our present mind, we've we got nothing. We have older people who are sharp and they're there. But then we also have older people who struggle with Alzheimer's, with dementia, or maybe with other physical ailments. And maybe they can't get to worship places and churches, or maybe because of what else we're going to see, the desire isn't even there to listen. We've got to get to know God when we have the time before the sun sets on us as we get to our time of slowly exiting, even before we expire. But here are some fascinating things. And the cloud returns after the rain. Cataracts. Cataracts. Think about the rain, the watering of the eyes. It happens to older people. It happens. Cataracts. So we've got Bibles that talk, but there's a possibility. You know, I wasn't born with glasses. There's a possibility about our eyesights. When the keepers of the house tremble, our hands, y'all, our hands. Don't judge me. The nails are not done, okay? Long trip. <laughs> when the keeper of the keeper of the house, this is what keeps us. We take our showers, we fix our hair, we do things. And I'm not doing the concordance. This this is deep. This is good. When the keepers of the house tremble, okay? And I know you know this. When the strong man stoop, go ahead, go ahead. What stoops? When the strong man stoops, okay? 
when the, and I didn't say it, I want you to put it in the comment for me. I'm going to ask you what strong man stoops. When the grinders cease because they are few, our teeth, the grinders, when they cease because they're few, the losing of the appetite of older people, you know, and those looking through the windows grow dim. We back to our eyes. Is, is this not amazing? When the doors to the streets are closed, do you know what they're talking about? Do you know for the longest time I did not know? When the doors to the street, because the street is how we get out, we interact, we hear. <laughs> when the doors to the street, okay? When outdoor hearing is decreased. I'm sure some of you already got that. When the doors to the street are closed and the sound of grinding fades, it lets you know it's your hearing. When people rise up at the sound of birds, but all their songs grow faint, the elderly have problems with sleeping. And so even the pleasure of sleep, it is a gift. It is fleeting. What we have is only for a season. Only God is eternal. When people are afraid of heights and of dangers in the streets, I remember when my mother used to drive fast and enjoy her sport car, sports cars. And then I also saw her slowing down and being cautious of different things. That happens because youth fades. When the almond tree blossoms, gray hair, you know, we know how to cover it. We know how to do it. My mother always refused, which um, I thought made her look older than her friends. It was her choice. And I made up my mind and told her, I said, well, I'll keep dying mine. But the almond tree gets white. The almond tree blossoms and the grasshopper drags itself along. That's your legs. They're not hopping and jumping and popping. Do you know how many, when you watch people, I, I never knew until I started getting older, when you see the amount of struggles people have with their feet. My last thing, I said, talk to your body. Yes, keep speaking to your body. We have that authority in the Lord in getting to know him. But also be aware that it's for a season. But don't stop speaking to your health and to your body and speaking over yourself and spending time in the word. That's an exhortation from my mother that I shared. And it's to you, my friend. Okay? And desire no longer is stirred. They're talking about sexual desire. But then also, there's physical desire with just wanting to do things or for food your appetite, or just other things where you hear older people like, nah, that's okay. And I know you have vibrancy in depending on the person and their personality, but we all know there is a fading. Let's just put it that way. And it says, then people go to their eternal home and the mourners go about the streets. Remember him before the silver cord is severed. That's your spinal cord. And the golden bowl is broken. 
before the pitcher is shattered at the spring. That's our bladder. And the wheel broken at the wheel. You tell me where you think that is. And the truth is, I don't know that one. I'll look it up, but you, you tell me too. And the dust returns to the ground. It came from, and the spirit returns to God who gave it. And I'll go back to the young woman who were in the same age range. And this was from Gay Babe TV from their vlog where she said, but if you are a believer, you are stepping out and you're stepping up. And when I started, the Bible says that the day of death is better than the day of life. Because as you step up, according to the Bible, you are then stepping into your present eternal self to no longer ever have to say goodbye and to be in the presence of life, to be known as you are known and to be in the presence of God, our Savior and of the loved ones who have gone ahead of us. But anybody she came in contact with, and if she knew their name, she prayed until something happened. My dear friends, Thank you. Thank you for being patient with me. Um, I'll try to be back next Friday. I'm not making promises this time. I am about to start getting ready. There are a lot of very good people who have reached out to me. I promise to get back to them to be able to book upcoming life chats. I know those will be in April. And what I would like to do is to um, just share with you some of my personal devotions that as an adventure together from the book of Kings. I find it fascinating. So that might be how we end out March. I'll see. But um, it's always an honor when you join me on Life and Faith Chats. I hope this blessed you. Um, I hope the lessons that I shared, the few lessons from my mother, there are many, some are very personal. I hope that they were an inspiration to you. And no matter what season of your life you're in right now, let's remember our creator because it's fleeting and only God is eternal. Thank you and peace.